Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Let's cross to Israel for our first Israel report of the morning. Raleen Marks, a very, very good morning to you. How are you? Um, I have a slight case of the hiccup. So if I sound oh. very, very remiss this morning. Do they? Yeah, we'll give <laughs> you a shock and, and we'll see what happens. You need to give me a shock or hold me upside down or do one of those things that stop the hiccups. But uh, yes, I mean, my poor husband, he's, he has been tortured all night with me. Oh gosh, you mean it, these are long lasting hiccups? These are long lasting hiccups. They, they started yesterday. I have an affliction. I get these every so often and, and they can last for days. All right. I need, uh, well, let's get some suggestions from listeners. Uh, what is the best way to get rid of hiccups? 34519 or 061-895-1019. Right. What is happening in Israel? I'm hearing news about the, a deal having been done to get the hostages medication. Yes, this has been a big criticism towards the International Red Cross that, that they haven't done enough to ensure that the hostages receive medications, in some cases life-saving medications. As we know from some of the horrific testimony that we have heard, a lot of the hostages battle uh, different kinds of, of health problems and uh, through being held hostage in these un bearable conditions uh, underground, without light, with limited food or water, uh, uh, don't even get me started on what some of our female hostages mm, mm, are enduring, I'll, I'll get through. to that in, 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 in a moment, but some of them need uh, medication drastically, as we saw on the 7th of October, Hirsch Pollen Goldberg, his arm shot off. We are very, very concerned for him. But Qatar announcing that they have brokered a deal to ensure that the hostages get medications. We also know that uh, the, the hostages that have been released, they have all invariably developed some kind of health problem, be it heart problems. Well, how could they not? Uh, if you look at the stress, you look at the, <laughs> the, the conditions that they're living in, uh, I'm sure from a, a, a nourishment perspective, the quality of air, hygiene, it would be virtually impossible. The trauma of the whole thing, it would be virtually impossible that they, that they um, aren't, aren't suffering from something. It, it, it is absolutely beyond comprehension. I, I really urge you all to Google Piers Morgan's interview with Thomas Hand mm, and his mm. remarkable daughter, Emily. Uh, kudos to, to Piers for, for just the sensitive way that he handled this, this whole interview. It was really, really uh, quite extraordinary. But uh, you get a sense of just what these families ha have gone through. And as Thomas says, you know, as far as terrorists are concerned, you know, they didn't treat her as badly as they, they've treated the others. And of course, now the horrific reports coming in from the medical establishment that we are preparing for the possibility that some of the hostages, the female hostages who have been sexually abused, that there is the possibility, and I'm saying very distinctly, the possibility that they could be pregnant. There are no confirmations of pregnancies, but we have to prepare for any eventuality. I cannot, as a woman, wrap my head around the level of trauma for that. Uh, and, and of course, it brings up the discussions around abortions and abortion mm -hmm. rights. Mm -hmm. And no matter where you sit 
on that argument, I think you could understand the need for Israeli medical officials to prepare for that. What do we know about the Red Cross's involvement? How active have they been? Ah, oh, the Red Cross. I mean... Sorry, I know it's putting uh, like a red flag to a bull when I mention that to you, but I do have to ask the question. <laughs> uh, it, it is a red flag because we are now 103 days into this war and we have been pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing the International Red Cross. Make sure that our hostages receive medication, do something to see them. And they've been resolute in saying, you know, we're trying our best, but you know, we can't force it and um, uh, we can't do this and we can't do that. I mean, we know the Red Cross when it comes to Jews has form in, in ignoring our plant, but uh, uh, it, it, they could have gone through any kind of uh, uh, corridors to try and get medicine to our hostages. Look what has been broken with Qatar. They could have spoken to, to the Qataris. Uh, there are solutions to getting medications to our hostages. But as we saw when hostages were released, that the Red Cross was nothing but a glorified taxi service and are still and I want lawyers to pick up on this. I mean, I know South African lawyers are very, very busy. Yeah, yeah, moment. there's no time to focus but on I, things like that. Uh, but uh, the fact that when Palestinian prisoners, most of them with blood on their hands, were released in the hostage deal, they were allowed to wave Hamas flags. That is a violation of international law and the way that you treat a Red Cross vehicle. And yet they did nothing. Yeah, it, it's just remarkable. Uh, it's just phenomenal. Do we have any sense of how many hostages actually are still alive? And if so, who they are? Well, we had the horrific confirmation coming in from Kibbutz Be'eri that uh, hostages Yossi Sharabi and Itai Shvertsky that were featured in that horrific propaganda uh, video clip and, and we really urge people please do not watch and distribute those clips it, it, it plays a role in Hamas psychological warfare against us not as just as Israelis but as the Jewish people so you know I know that a lot of people want to break the news or want to know everything that's happening please consider that this is psychological warfare against us all and I have noticed that Israeli officials are giving the uh, the task to the kibbutzim to announce their own dead, but we have it confirmed now from kibbutz Be'eri that uh, Yossi and Itai were murdered in Hamas captivity. I can't even imagine the pain of the Sharabi family who have lost so many family members to these butchers and and rapists. But we estimate that there are about a hundred and thirty-four or so hostages still remaining. And when we talk about hostages, we also count in Avera Megistu, Hisham al-Sayed, and of course, the remains of Oron, Shaul, and Hadar Golden. Do we know anything at all about uh, baby uh, Kfir? We know nothing about the, the Bibas family. There was uh, uh, yeah, some speculation. Some months ago, or not kind of months, it was certainly maybe early December where there was a speculation that they had been killed, but then Israel didn't confirm it. So it, it's just a bit, uh, seems a bit uh, unclear. But we do have some speculation from a, a former 
ahead of uh, inf uh, information intelligence or intelligence for, for the for the uh, military intelligence um, who speculates again I want to be clear it's speculation that Sinwar has surrounded himself with some of the hostages possibly the young hostages in order to guarantee his safety and, and, and to try and stop the the RDF from um, from killing him. In fact, he said that he he believes that the RDF know where Sinwar is, but that he has surrounded himself with a ring of hostage human shields. No surprise there, Aline Mark. Wait, before you go, let me just see. Um, Anton L says, bend over and drink water upside down. My ma my late I mother. I tried that. I even tried whiskey. Oh, try more whiskey. Maybe you didn't drink enough. Try more. <laughs> and Carol says, a, a less stress and less anxiety. That'll help you. Karen says, breathe in a paper bag. Uh, so yeah, lots of uh, lots of suggestions. I don't know which will work, if any. Six forty-six. Raleigh Marks. Thank you as always. Thanks, uh, guys.